Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. To another episode of Buffalo Happy. I'm Mike. What's going on, uh, Derek? We're we're here with the Knights of the Roundtable, so <laughs> we're going to hammer out the uh, podcast portion of working with you guys. So we'll we'll start from the, the far far side with uh, names, titles, and everything else, and then we'll uh, introduce the crew. Uh, I guess that would be me. Um, uh, my name is Patrick Alexanderson. I am the lead brewer, co-owner of One Eyed Cat. Uh, my business card says resident bald guy. Um, <laughs> resident beard, too. <laughs> resident, beard. resident beard, too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, my name is Jay Woodworth. I am part owner of One Eye Cat, and I am founder and half owner of Pork Belly's Barbecue. Beautiful. I'm Brandon Farrell, part owner of One Eye Cat. I am the metal extraordinaire, <laughs> and I am full owner of Buffalo Brew Fab as well. And I'm Ryan Walzer, half owner of uh, Pork Belly Barbecue, chef. Uh, come up with some of that fancy stuff you like to come in and eat. Perfect. Also known as Reckless Ryan. Reckless. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, first question is, how did everybody meet? Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll start this off. Yeah. Because it's your fault. Yeah. It is your fault. Uh, it is your fault. So I own Buffalo Brew Fab, and I service a lot of breweries and other businesses in the area. When I first started, I actually cold called One Eye Cat Brewing, thinking that he's an actual brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you, yeah. sucker! <laughs> and uh, he explained that he's a home brewer, but he goes, "Want to ch- trade some T-shirts?" I'm like. Why not? So we uh, traded T-shirts. I made us some tap handles, uh, a cat for his jockey box, and we became enemies ever since. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and then, uh, long road down the long story down the road is also Jay. I built his mobile smoker, and when I was building that, he was actually coming in and helping me out build it up, build it out also. And then to a point where I actually hired him, and then. Further down the road, we're doing pop-ups in, our, in the uh, Genesee Street location. They would come serve barbecue. He would do beer samples. And then further down the road, we all decided to mash it together. Mm-hmm. You know, So we uh, find a location, and here we are. So now, are these three different businesses and just kind of all you are together? Or how does that pretty, like structure work? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so there's, I mean, One Eye Cat is one business. Obviously, Buffalo Brew Fab is separate. And then Pork Belly's Barbecue is inside One Eye Cat Brewing. So it is. 
three separate businesses. Okay. Yeah. And then what was that, I guess, process like when you started the brewery? So like, how did, how did the brewery start? You said that, he said that you were a home brew. How did that yeah. kind of escalate? So <clears throat> I have been, well, I guess I am not any longer, but I was a home brewer for about 11 years. Um, and, uh, did it as just more along the lines of fun. Uh, got a couple kits, did a couple batches, then started writing my own recipes and screwing around with it that way. Um, had basically built a small brewery in my basement at home. Um, and then met a friend, a parent of a friend of my son's from school. And he goes, hey, have you ever thought about opening up a brewery? This is good stuff. And I'm like, uh, no. Because <laughs> at that point in time, I just kind of started my career as a registered nurse. So I was like, nah, this is, I'm making good money and I'm, you know, doing something mm -hmm. grown up with my life. Uh, and then, uh, you know, got talking with my wife and we're talking more with Bill and, uh, decided that yeah okay maybe we should pursue this so then that began the long and arduous journey of trying to find a location trying to find financing and then covid hit and that kind of uh diluted his interest in the project any further so then i got to the point where i was like okay uh, now how many times am i going to sit here and beat my head against a wall trying to find a location trying to get a partner that is as into this as I now am, even though I wasn't at the beginning. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, Brandon, of course, uh, said, "Hey, what's gonna what's it gonna take to get this project going?" And I said, "Well, it's gonna take money, <laughs> and it's gonna take some people who are really dedicated to getting us off the ground because I can't do this by myself anymore. I'm going to end up just saying fuck it and go back to being a nurse and, mm -hmm. you know, live my life and brew my beer and drink my beer and fuck everybody else. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's, that's where, where from my, I mean, that's my origin story. Um, and then like Brandon said, doing the pop-ups and, Meeting these two jokers, and at the time, Who's the I jokers? was <laughs> fucking you. You were the jokers, <laughs> if, I, if I remember right. At the and, time, you and, were a at vegetarian. the time I was a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. A vegetarian, yeah. yeah. So oh, we really? would yeah. we would go and do these these uh, spring and and late summer pop ups at Brandon's joint, and uh, I could smell it. It smelled really good, but <laughs> I I wasn't eating meat, so I I actually did not have anything that they made until the end, last of, end of August. The last pop-up before year. we started. Yeah, but now you're eating meat. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's cholesterol. And also, as that. I say every time I eat anything that you've concocted out of that kitchen, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> That's epic. So when did you start cooking? Me? Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, when um, I was a wee lad. <laughs> uh, when I was like 17, 18, I went away to college um, to be an international businessman. And Big that case. really was not something that I wanted to do a lot. 
And I failed out of college, and then I got a job making pizza at Pizza Plant, and I loved it. I just loved food, so I went to culinary school at ECC, CIA, and that's kind of where it all got out for me. Didn't you want to? Didn't you want to make cakes? Yeah, I did want to make yeah. cakes at one time, but baking is Horrible. tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's really tough. And then uh, Jay called me um, one day and was like, hey, man, you want to do some barbecue competitions? And I said, sure, let's do that. And then the rest is basically history. I mean, we started doing barbecue competitions. Brandon brought us in to do pop-ups and everything like that. And um, we didn't know where this was going to go. We had no idea... But all of a sudden, we met the idiots at uh, One-Eyed Cat, and uh, just kind of became a synergy, a really good place for us to be. So if, if, if someone brand new walks in here mm-hmm. and says, I want to eat with a beer, mm-hmm. they don't realize that they're basically supporting three separate businesses from the stools that they're sitting on mm-hmm. and the table that they're at with what's coming out of the kitchen to what's going down their gullet in liquid form. That's fascinating. How does that work legally? Well, it's it's perfect because I think that we're all kind of in agreement that we don't want anybody to know that you're supporting three separate businesses. Yeah, right. Yeah, Too late. You're you're here <laughs> you're here for the one eye cat experience. It's one eye cat featuring pork bellies barbecue. It's not like the only thing that actually separates our businesses from a consumer standpoint is you order the food through and pay through a QR code. You order the drinks at the bar. That's oh. the only thing that separates our businesses. Yep. Even to the point of we're all in here every day talking about, okay, what are we going to do next? What's coming up? What do you want to do on Wednesday? What beer is coming out? What do you want to pair with it? What, you know, I'm... I want to make this sauce using your stout. Okay. Like this is, we are one company. Legally, we're two. Gotcha. But we are one company. We yes. are all working yeah. for That's so cool. this. Yeah, taxes are separate. Everything is separate. But like, I mean, yeah. We're like a fa- Patrick said the way we kind of handle things, it's still a family. We're a family. You know? And that's been, and- that's been the push. Especially when Brandon and I were the only two that were discussing moving forward with this. It was, we, we agreed on that. We want to build a family. Mm-hmm. We want this to be home for all of the misfits that want to come when in and be a home. part well, of it. Well, we all know once you get involved in the proof, have family. <laughs> You can't get out. Like, you it's can't blood get in, out. We all blood know in, that. blood out. We all know that. You can't get out. At first, was there ever any discussion for Pork Bellies to have your own establishment, or was it always this agreement between you two? Um, it's fu- funny you should ask. Um, before we jumped in, um, and he brought, asked me to be part of the One Eye Cat, we actually talked, and before he was even a part of One Eye Cat, we talked about some locations in the Hamburg area and around the, you know, the neighboring areas to open a pork bellies. Um, cause like he, Patrick had his thing going, he didn't know that it was going to fall through and then we were going to jump on board. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we were looking, um, the food's good, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was crazy. I mean, when Jay and I, when Jay and I started this too, it was like, we can make money to 
finance our hobby. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, neither of us knew that it was going to go this far. Um, it did, but we didn't know. Right. You know, and yeah, now start, we're here. It started out with $600 and a dream. And <laughs> <laughs> a tiny smoker and a 10 a by little, 10 yeah, 10. a little smoker Funny. and a 10 by 10. Um, we went out to Oinktoberfest, which is a huge KCBS state-sanctioned uh, event out in Clarence at the Pumpkin Farm. Went out there and we got our asses handed to us. Be absolutely. I mean, we just made down. us look like people that shouldn't even be cooking. Um, so we looked at each other and we were in the the amateur event the next day, which is probably where we should have started, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, we were we were going against. Ron, remember, we were going against people that you see on TV. Like, yep. these, like this yeah. is big time, right? And we're there, and they got these trailers. You know, they could probably fit forty briskets on. We're, we can fit like one on our smoker. You know, they were like. Oh man, we're gonna, we're in for it. We but, slept um, in chairs. We slept we slept outside under a ten by ten in chairs. Well, everyone else went to bed at like eight o'clock. We're still we were still trimming meat at eight o'clock, <laughs> right? <laughs> everyone else is sleeping. We're like, what are we doing wrong? Um, but then the next day came and it was amateur day. And there was another. There was, the first day was sixty teams. The second day, the amateur day was about thirty teams. Um, and we totally did a one eighty. Man, we came out and we crushed it. Um, we placed in four four out of the five. Um, Subjects um, did really well with ribs. Um, really did did well with our pork butts and stuff. And um, I think I got Ryan to get, catch the bug at that point. Yeah. Um, no, he's like, did. "This dude, this is awesome! Like, we can win shit." All right. <laughs> um, and then a full year later, um, obviously Corona hit and everything like that. So we got kind of got put on the backside of the burner when it came to competitions and stuff. So that's when we started doing the pop ups. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once Corona kind of let up a little bit with, with um, competitions being outdoors and it being more open to be able to do things outside and stuff, competitions started back up, and that's where we went to um, Smoke in the Valley, which is down in the southern tier of, of New York. And um, 30 teams, a little bit more competition, and we went down there and we just laid the hammer on everybody. Really? I mean, we yeah. beat everybody. The second-place team was like 60 Crushed points it. behind us, and usually wow. it's like one to two points. We just laid the hammer down, um, really did well. Placed top eight in every single di- um, division uh, and just housed it. Um, was it just practice or did you guys come up or uh, do oh, like oh, a different it was, way? It was practice. We, we yeah. smoked every, so every, no, single no, weekend. every single weekend. We smoked even you know, doing pop-ups and stuff like that. We weren't doing pop-up. We were smoking something, um, <laughs> whether it be a cow tongue all the way to a watermelon. Yeah, you know, we were just doing weird, crazy bullshit. shit just to, just to practice <laughs> see what happens, right? Um, we did fr- we know frog legs with an Alabama white sauce, um, all you know like cow tongue. Uh, we do bologna, like a, a, a chubble bologna, um, just different wild things that we could try out. Um, chicken wings got really just just honed in and got good at what we wanted to be good at. Um, and then the next thing you know, we're we're winning championships. And uh, this year we obviously opened up here, and uh, so we weren't able to go to the Smoke in the Valley competition and and. Uh, well, we sent a team out, but we did send a team out. Send yeah. the road send team. team. Send a road team out, right? <laughs> so we have people that are that are supportive of us, of us, and uh, they still did well. They did they did what they could do, and they brought home some some hardware. But everybody wanted to thank us that that we weren't that me and Ryan weren't there because they knew if we were there, we were probably just going to run away with it again. <laughs> That's awesome. So so the uh, it's it's out there. We will be back next year. <laughs> so get ready. Right so get ready. <laughs> so when you were looking for a place. You came across this somehow. So how did that come across this specific area? And then, Brandon, what did you do from a brew fab standpoint to help 
make this place what it is today. Oh my God. <laughs> Trying to find a location was terrible. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. This we was, looked at everything from. I'm a, like really uh, glad you uh, guys uh, found the location and just brought me in yeah. and said, hey, look, oh, it was here's a, the kitchen. It was <laughs> okay. A fuck, it was I can a, cook in this. It was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So we, we looked, Brandon and I looked at everything from a bounce house uh, warehouse <laughs> to a former uh, preschool daycare. Um, and uh, so I remember vividly we were going to look at an old police barracks on Main Street in Clarence. Um, and I got there before he did because he's perpetually 15 minutes late to everything. Uh, and I'm like 10 minutes early. I mean, so he's got babies, dude. He's yeah, got babies. Come on. Anyway. Uh, he's a young father. He's not, he's not aged like you are. Uh-huh. Uh, so I got there about 10 minutes early, and the, uh, the leasing agent got out of his car. And so I got out and shot the shit with him. And I'm like, he said, uh, so you guys are brewing. You could do that on septic? And I said, mm, you can, but it's super expensive. It's a good thing this isn't septic. He goes, no, this is septic. I said, well, you didn't list it as septic. You listed it as sewer. He goes, oh, no, it's septic. I go, okay, well, then we're not interested. Thanks. Turned right around, got in the car, and texted him and said, if you're on your way, (laughs) you need to turn around because this is pointless. It's on septic. And he said, okay. So he wasn't quite there yet. I started driving home. He sends me a text and says, what about the Pairings Wine Bar? I can get a hold of her. Do you want to just go take a look? And previously... We had discussed this, and it was too small for what we were looking to do. Um, So he said, you know, uh, I can get a hold of her. If she's available, do you want to just go take a look? I'm like, sure. And probably 10 minutes later, he's like, okay, she's on board. We're going to meet there in a half hour. So we pull up. I walked in, and I was like, fuck yes, we can make this work, 100%. And then, yeah, I'm really glad you guys thought that. <laughs> yeah. It was like a kid in the candy shop. Jay, just... Jay calls me, goes, "We got a spot," <laughs> and I go, "Really? We got a spot?" He goes, "Yeah." I go, "Okay, where is it?" He goes, "Perrin's Wine Bar." I'm like, "I've tried to sell food at that place. <laughs> That's a okay, <clears throat> okay." And then I walked in with you guys the day we took the picture right mm-hmm. out there. Yep, at the old sign, and I just looked at Jay and I'm like. I don't know what you guys see in it, but I can cook food here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fine. We can we can do this. Yep. I'm not sure. I mean, our motto is like, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, we started in an alley. Yeah. Like we started in an alley on Genesee. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is significantly an upgrade. Yeah. So with it being a wine bar previously, what did you have to do inside? Like, did you have to <laughs> gut the whole thing? Uh, <laughs> most of most of what we did was cosmetic. Um, we where the brew space is over there that took the lion's share of our investment money just to gut that space, drop the floor five feet, build up a foot and a half of concrete, buy the equipment, all of that stuff just for that little space. Everything else, just cosmetics, mm-hmm. paint, sweat equity. What made you, just because when you come in here, first of all, you guys did a great job making this place what it is. This is sweet inside. Like, you feel like you're walking into somebody's kitchen, but, like, awesome. 
and it, you left that like living room area mm-hmm. over there. So you look like you're coming or you feel like you're coming into a house. Mm-hmm. What was that process like? And why did you want to go with that vibe for this place? So our, our general feel has always been classy. Like the idea that beer can be treated like wine. Like you can curate it with food. You can curate it to people's moods. We went... We, when we finally nailed down what we were looking for when we decided to open a tap room, because initially we weren't going to open a tap room, we were just going to do bottle service. Mm-hmm. When we finally got to the, well, took a look at this place and said, okay, we could do a tap room, um, it was classy coffee house. Like that was our vibe. We wanted some, because in, the industrial look's been played out mm-hmm. a million times in breweries. We wanted classy coffee house. We wanted an environment that no one else in the Buffalo brew scene or any other brew scene has. Where you walk in, like you said, you walk in that, you feel like you're sitting in a living room. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, TV above the fireplace. We've got the fireplace. we got the leather chairs. Everything's comfy and cozy. You come in here. It looks like a coffee shop. It's, the, it's like leaving that, home and coming home. Right. right. At the same time. And Brewfab stepping in with all the metal accents, that's like, yeah, that brought it, tied it all together, gave us everything we needed for the look we were going for. So you said you did the tap handles, right? Uh, yeah, we do. I've done his tap handles. I rebuilt these tables, signs, and the draft tower, the draft system, everything. We installed it all. So. That's fascinating. And that shelf over there, the, the sign above the wall, like everything just ties in so well together with how you decorated this place to incorporating not the industrial aspects, but the brew fab aspects. It's just, it's really, really nicely done in here. The covers up above your head over the fluorescent lights. Mm-hmm. That's brew fab. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. Thank so you. you said you do beer pairings and everything like that. How does, how does that work? Like, how do you guys communicate with each other? What is, what is your brewing process like and how do you, Kind of say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking from a food standpoint? We taste every day. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of why if I laugh. If we're here, and Patrick, if us three are here, it's literally, it's like, he's like a little, <laughs> right? Like, mad scientist. He's like, come try this one. Drink out of this beaker. All right. We, 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 yeah, we drink out <laughs> yep. of beaker, beakers, right? You know, we, you know he's, yep. always, he's always having us taste stuff. Um, see what we uh, what our thoughts are, what, where we can go with it, you know, in the kitchen. Um, like like Patrick said, I mean, we've made a pepper jam out of his out of his Lady Warblack. Uh, we've made Birnay's sauce out of his cream ale. Um, so we just, there's always a, a way to, to add the beer into the food. And Ryan is reckless as always and can come up with some crazy ash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, you never know what's going to come out come out of that kitchen. And that's what makes it fun for us, too, because you go to most places, most breweries, it's the same old bunch of fryer food, mm-hmm. right? We don't have a microwave in our kitchen. We have a two-basket fryer. Like, we, 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 we stay fresh. Our, mm-hmm. We, excuse me, hand-cut our fries every single day. You know, every, everything that comes out of that kitchen is made by hand by me and Ryan. Um, and we take pride in that. You know, it's, everything is fresh. Um, we don't want to just throw a bag in a fryer or, or a frozen patty on the you know on the flat top mm-hmm. we want to make we hand we hand make our patties daily everything is just done fresh um and i think the people realize that when they come in and they taste it you know so it makes sure. a big difference and it's easy to collaborate because i approach brewing like cooking like i 
try to think, okay, what is going to go well with this hop, with this process, with this grain? Like I, I approach it very much like building a food recipe. And that's where Ryan and I, I think that's how we, our friendship, if it's that kind of <laughs> solidified, is we both think about our craft the same exact way. It's, yeah, this is a fucked up ingredient, but... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But we can blend it with this ingredient, this ingredient, and this ingredient, and now suddenly it works like what he's drinking right now. The blueberry oh, the IPA. Yeah, the bip is nice. It's not a fruit smoothie beer, but there's just enough blueberry in there to mellow out the hop character. And I used hops that accentuate the blueberry character. It's just, it, it's approaching food and beer from a chemistry standpoint but also as a as an art yeah i just i agree with that i just think uh i think beer is more dynamic though than you know going through culinary school and everything um you know everyone uses wine or this or that i think beer is more dynamic um when it comes to the bubbles and all that kind of stuff, it lifts the effervescence up into your nose. Uh, it gives you a more dynamic flavor profile and everything like that. I, honestly, I got to say, I think cooking with beer is easier than cooking with other kinds of booze. Mm. I mean, I've, I've cooked with liquor and wine. Beer is better. Beer is better. It's, it's just more dynamic. Now... <clears throat> for the seasons, obviously Buffalo's famous for having all four seasons and it's wonderful because everybody can do farmer's markets and things like that and having fresh ingredients is fantastic. What do you guys do different for what's in season regarding menu items and then pairing it with a beer? From the beer standpoint, we don't believe in beer seasons. We have a, a dedicated stout tap and it comes out of there at 60 degrees, which is the perfect temperature. You get all the flavors right off the bat. But we went through a 10.3% Russian Imperial Stout over the summer. Wow. Coming out oh, at 60 degrees. Black. Yeah, nice beer. Like that went on really tap nice beer. two weeks before Memorial Day, and it kicked three weeks ago. So the hottest part of the summer... People were coming in here 
ordering a 10.3% Russian Imperial Stout at 60 degrees. Who hurt them? <laughs> I, I think it's they're, not they're so much girlfriends. Microdosing, <laughs> microdosing mushrooms, <laughs> it, it wakes you up to the point that you realize that all of the shit that people tell you about seasonal beers is exactly that. It's bullshit. They're... I, I personally am a dark beer guy. I'll drink dark beer. I don't give a damn. It could be 92 degrees outside. I'll sit by the pool and drink a stout. I recognize I have mental deficiencies and I'm a little emotionally <laughs> fucked up, but I will do that. And I know enough people that will do that as well. Brandon mm-hmm. is a dark beer guy. Hands down. We've got a porter on tap, we've got a stout on tap, and we've got a brown ale on tap, and those have been on tap halfway through July, and we're now halfway through August, so a full month. They're all almost gone. There is no such thing as a season for beer. Mm -hmm. Not at all. There is no stout season. It's what you've been told. And so... And because it's what you've been told, that's what has been provided. And because that's what's been provided, it reinforces what you've been told. You can't drink a stout in the summertime if you can't find one. So come to One-Eyed Cat. We'll always have one. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now, as far as food. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, whatever is available. I mean, obviously, we, we're going to keep it strong to what we do, um, which is barbecue you know, our standards are never going to go anywhere, but, you know, we're going to, we're getting into fall and summer, our fall and winter, we're going to, we're going to do soups, we're going to do stuff like that, but our regular barbecue menu, that's not going to change, that's any time of the year, I mean, who doesn't want brisket, <laughs> I mean, really, who doesn't want brisket, so, like, I mean, and then whatever Patrick puts on, which with his crazy menu, then I can adapt, Jay can adapt, and we throw it out that way. You know, it's the ebb and flow. Well, and I've noticed too that your sides have a tendency to vacillate based on what is available. Like, you're not gonna put out a dill, mickle, a dill pickle mac salad in February. Oh, I might. People like that a lot. <laughs> they do I might. Like that. That they thing do goes like that. crazy, dude. But you're gonna, you're gonna pull in a lot of winter squash sides and things of that sure. sort too sure we're gonna go hotter yeah you know we're gonna put some greens on the menu and stuff like that and whatever's available in the winter i mean buffalo's tough mm-hmm. um you know produce is always tough sourcing ingredients up here are tough you can get three-eyed fish at Lake Erie. I don't really know if I'm going <laughs> to put true. that on my menu. But like, I mean, if he makes a beer where I where I can do that, then Homer Simpson is coming right on it. <laughs> what would you? How would you describe your barbecue? Like, is it is it a saucy barbecue? Is it more of a spicy like rubbed oh, barbecue? Uh, we are a pure Texas style barbecue. Okay. Um, yeah, rubs. We let let our meat speak for itself. Uh, we don't want to hide behind sauce, right? A lot of people do that around here. They bathe their stuff in sauce, and that's what people buy. They buy the sauce, mm-hmm. right? They don't buy the actual product. They don't buy the meat. Um, so we're heavy, heavy in the rubs. Um, we put, we do put sauce on the sides of people because up here in New York, people love their sauce, mm-hmm. right? So they can dip or you know lather as as they like. But when it comes out of our kitchen, is not sauce. It's just letting that meat meat speak for itself. 
I see on the shelf back there, there are some spices. Are there your own spices or just something you recommend? Uh, that's, those are just some, some um, sponsors that we've had okay. throughout the years that uh, gives us stuff and, we, and they let us know that we feel free to sell it and stuff. Um, I do have some special rubs that we use that are, you know, we leave, leave under, the, <laughs> under the, the armpit so no one can see them, right? <laughs> and, um, you know, keep them away from people. But, uh, I mean, if someone comes up and asks me, I'll, I'll give them everything but the couple, a couple little, you know, nooks and crannies of the secret. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> We try to help people out every once in a while when they come up and ask. Uh, we do we do get a lot of people. They'll come up and they'll come up to the window and they'll sit there and talk. You know, I you know I smoke at home. You know this and that. And you know, give them tips. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not a secret. You know, and that's the one thing me and Ryan love about the barbecue scene, um, especially at competitions. Like nobody, they all want to help you, right? right. They all want to make they all want to make you get where they are. You know, they all want to. Uh, you know, lend a hand, you know, and again, they won't, might not tell you their super secrets and stuff, but they'll tell you the, the majority of them, you know, just to, just to help you out. And that's where we want to be, you know, just like Patrick, if someone came up and asked him how he made that heffy, how, how that heffy I was made, would probably sit right down and go mm-hmm. over it with you, you know, through, you know, maybe not tell every secret that he has, but. Bro's going to bring you he'll, in he'll to make the it. brew. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? Like, made, that's, that's what we're about here, like, you know, that, that whole family atmosphere, making everybody feel welcome. Um, let them know if they ever, ever have any questions, they, they can definitely come up and, and, and see us and talk to us. Um, it's, it's a great thing to be able to do. Nick, that goes along with, like, we were talking about, I think it was last night we talked about it too. Um, just the idea that, yeah, I make the beer, they make the food, but this is your place. This isn't our place. This is your place. So you come in, you use it how you want to. We provide you essentially the arena. You do what this is yours. Choose your own beer venture. Yeah, this is this is yours. And if you want to know how beer is made or how beer is made in general, hell, I I brew Mondays and Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. So, you know, <laughs> let me know when you want to come in. And He's just Tony totally Stark. Come on it. down there. And freaking... He just Tony totally Stark. Come on in. Yeah. Like, come on in. Yeah. You're going to have followers now. People are going to be knocking on the well, door. I, I are you brewing say, now? Are you brewing we, now? I wouldn't say we have followers. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have new family members. We, we will now. We have new family members. Yeah, it's just, this is something that we love to do, and that more than anything else, it, it was tough for the first two months because I think that a lot of us lost sight of the fact that this is what we love to do. Like, we got caught up in the business end of it, and we got caught up in the stress end of it, but... At the end of the day, this is what we love to do. And that is true. When you have something that you absolutely love to do, you want to share it. And that's not just put it into your hands in exchange for money, but it's share it. I mean, that's why we do Brewers Behind the Bar the second Thursday of every month. I love to be back there. I love to talk beer. I cut my teeth doing pop ups where I'm sitting behind a jockey box going, here take the sample let's talk about it tell me what you like tell me what you don't like let's talk about anything i'll talk to you about anything i don't give a damn i'll take the opposite tack just to have a conversation mm-hmm. but we're all we're all like that we're all exceptionally approachable we love doing what we're what we do we love being here when you come into our home we're you're going to be welcome and we're going to talk to you all day long i literally thought about that today on my ride here, um, 
if you look at history in anything in the world, food and drink, mm -hmm. food and drink, food and drink. You know, Vikings, food and drink. They win, they go to the hall, food and drink. Mm -hmm. You get married, food and drink. Mm -hmm. Food and drink. It's, it's what everybody wants. Sure. And I think, I think that's the beauty of how we all came together is like, it's kind of like what we like. I mean, obviously Jay likes his food. <laughs> Patrick likes his drink, food and drink. We're all together. Yeah, but there's metal too. So, yeah, there's, there's <laughs> well, Brandon coincidentally also likes food and drink. So, and cookies, and okay. cookies. I made a wicked stout cake. So, oh, the stout cake was so good. I didn't get any of that. So good. So, speaking of followers and/or family members, where can people follow you in this sense on social media? Yeah, and where are we? Yeah, so the people know. So we are currently located at 5893 Main Street in Williamsville, New York, 14221. Uh, you can follow One-Eyed Cat at One-Eyed Cat. We're on Facebook. We're on yeah, Instagram. I, Just yeah. literally type in O-N-E hyphen E-Y-E-D Cat Brewing into Google. We'll take up your first three pages of results. So uh, just you can find us anywhere. Barbecue. I'm not going to spell it out. <laughs> that, that's, where, that's where you're going to you go. You, you got to spell it out because we don't spell bellies like everybody else. wake up early, drive right down Main Street, roll your windows down, and, and smell. And, smell. Yeah. and just smell just it. Just smell. Because Jay's yeah. probably out there cooking something. <laughs> that's right. You know, I'm pretty sure everyone in the neighborhood doesn't even have a, excuse me, doesn't even have a, an alarm anymore. They wake up to the smell. <laughs> like that, they love it. It's like pork belly, ribs, like what's going, what's going on? Oh, it's time to wake up. That's right. That's right. But yeah, you can definitely follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Pork Bellies Barbecue. We do have a website that just came up. It's porkbelliesbarbecue.com. And bellies is spelled B-E-L-L-I-E-S. Yeah, buddy. B-E-L-L-Y. So porkbelliesbarbecue.com. This website's up. It looks looking great. Um, and then we have a connection button. That if you click on the brewery, it'll take you right to the One-Eyed Cat website, mm -hmm. um, which is really cool. It kind of you know keeps us molded mm -hmm. together um, on both ends of the spectrum. And Brew Fab? Uh, Buffalo Brew Fab, 1565 Camorav. Uh, we're always there, too. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, website. Check it out. Just make sure you ask for Ryan. He <laughs> is the best brew fab employee and he will definitely take care of everything that you need at the counter there you go that's an endorsement right there <laughs> so from a food standpoint what do you all recommend if, if someone has never been here before and they come in and they grab a beer first of all what beer would you recommend they grab and then what uh food would you recommend they get to pair with that beer Ooh, answer the beer question Patrick. so the beer question i i won't answer and that's because it's a 100 percent personal recommendation way to go Derek like as soon as <laughs> as soon as anybody comes in if they've been have if they've only uh, never mind Cut if, if it's their first <laughs> oh <laughs> if they've been here if they haven't been here before it's their first time usually if I'm behind the bar I will say what do you normally drink like that's my number one question what do you normally drink okay 
let's build off of that. And then I will find them a beer. Like, I can't recommend, okay, if you're coming in here, you've got to try this. Because if you hate hoppy beers, and I recommend Little Stompies, which is our New England IPA, you're going to want to kick me in the balls, right? (laughs) But if you like, if you don't like dark beer, but you like lagers, because you like crisp and clean, I'm going to hand you a sample of our Schwartz beer and say, close your eyes and drink this. Don't look at it. It's a dark lager, but don't look at it. Mm. Because you're going to get coffee, you're going to get chocolate, and then it's crisp, clean, like perfectly lagered. I like fucking with people's heads that way. We had perfect examples. <laughs> Thursday, we had, she had to have been, what, 82? Mm-hmm. 82 years old. Mm-hmm. I only like Budweiser. I hate dark beer. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to get you a sample. And I poured it, and I told her, close your eyes and reach out your hand. Put it in her hand, and she drank it. And then she opened her eyes, and she goes, I want whatever that is. And she looked at it, and she goes, this is a dark beer. I said, yeah, but you liked it. She goes, yeah, I did. Give me one of those. Hmm. That's, that's, cool. that's the beauty of beer is you get people who say, I don't like beer. And I counter that with, you haven't had the right one yet. That's pretty ballsy to try with an 82-year-old woman. I mean, her family was there. I get, I, yeah. And you're an RN. I get it. You know, you could treat the hemorrhage. You got to go for the gusto yeah. every once in a yep. while. Yeah, it's, that's intense. But it, it's, it's the shock value. It's, it's, you know, okay, I get it. You don't like dark beers. Mm-hmm. Just try this. Sure. And that's what I did for three years standing behind a jockey box trying to get the one I can't name out there was... We would do a festival, and people would just look, see what we had to offer, and walk walk away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, no, get back here. You already paid for this. You already paid for this. So you might as well drink it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, spit it out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> at least try. But at, at least, least try. try it. And nine times out of ten, Brandon can tell you this because he worked a festival with me. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, if you can get them to try it, you've got a convert. I love that. Yeah, we go we go for a really different um, mode on that. I mean, if someone. <laughs> if some, hey, get over yeah. here! Try this brisket. Get over here! Yeah, brisket. Basically, shit. that's it. Yeah, it that's it. If someone comes in and goes, "What should I try? What should I have?" and we just go barbecue to reborn. Yep. <laughs> try all try of it, all. it. Try it all. And if you're only going to try one thing, try the brisket. Yeah. The brisket. The brisket. That's it. Just yeah, I, I try mean, we've that. Had, since we've been open, we've had four to five people that are from Texas and from barbecue people who know the Franklin area, mm-hmm. Franklin barbecue area, and we stand up to Franklin barbecue. Really? So, so what's this barbecuterie board? Uh, <laughs> well, sure so, okay, okay, well, 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 hold person. on. Hold on. I'm going to give the story <laughs> on this one. I got to give the story on this one. So, when Jay and I start doing pop ups, it's just a pop up. So we had the meat sweats. All the meats, all the sides, bada bing, meat sweats. It's great for a pop up. But then we came to Williamsville, and it's a, it's a little classier here, Williamsville. <laughs> People don't sweat. In so we changed the <laughs> right? meat sweats board to a barbecuterie board because everyone loves charcuterie. It's true, that's a good point. So it's all Very four of our meats, three sides, sauces. That's what it is. What are your staple sides? 
Oh, Stable well, we sides, corn salad, uh, dill macaroni salad, coleslaw, bake, uh, grandma's baked beans, and then Ryan, and Ryan's reckless mac and cheese. Making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but those are standards for barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, it's standards. I we don't need to do so anything these. crazy. How do you stop eating? I don't. You I don't. get fatter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I started at, at a large shirt. I'm wearing a double XL now. I, I, I don't stop. I keep eating. I grow with my menu. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I eat brisket every day. That is my diet. I mean, I come in, I eat his brisket. If I die because of that, it'll be a happy death. It'll be a happy death. It just takes the years off the end anyway. Those are the miserable years. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Awesome. All right, anything we didn't touch on that you guys want to want to hit? Any news coming out soon that you want to touch on before this goes live? Any future endeavors? Yeah, I do. Um, Everyone's looking nervous. We're we're throwing down at the end of September. Uh, We're going back to the alley. Um, You know, we all met at Brew Fab on Genesee Street in an alley. Uh, basement brewer, trailer, kitchen, smokers. We didn't even have the trailer now, just like in yeah. Jay's kitchen. Brandon didn't know who he was getting involved with. He still and doesn't. <laughs> what we think is a good idea is we're going to bring that back and we're going to have all the crafters, everybody that has helped us get to where we are back here in the front yard. Hmm. And we're going to show the neighborhood, you know what? We came from the alley, but we kept working and we kept working. Now we're on Main Street in Williamsville. And that's, I, that's going to be a huge event for us because it's a big deal for all of us. It means so much to every single person sitting at this table that we were able to like take something that none of us thought were going to be more than just doing Mm pop-ups and now we get to sit here we get to have this podcast with you we get to have all of this so that event's going to be a big deal for all of us because it's going to bring us all back to our roots but it's going to bring the whole community in and see where we came from and how we got to where we are and none of us are going to give up on on how we started Mm -hmm. like that is so strong for all of us that we just i mean i remember meeting patrick the first time jockey box in the corner of that dirty alley and then you had to come up and help jay and i knock knock Mm -hmm. water off Off our tent tent because it was all over the creek i mean who would have thought three years later we'd all be here so, yeah, we have our back to the alley party coming up, and that's a big deal, I think, for all of us. For all of us. By the time this gets released, we will have a crawler machine and be offering crawlers to go, as well as select four packs. So, yeah. and Jay gives out free hugs every day, too. He does. Oh, that's cool. I'm a hugger. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's from behind when you're not expecting it, but definitely. <laughs> that's the best one. Yeah. The best <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> He's probably always got chocolate, too, in the kitchen. 
<laughs> Usually, I'm a snacks guy. Yeah. What? No. The hell you no. say. <laughs> so one more thing before we go. What is one-eyed cat? Where does that come from? If, if that's a long story, I apologize. So no, it's not at all. Okay. One-eyed cat. We equate buffalo to a one-eyed cat. It's had its ass kicked. It's a scrapper. It's got its scars. Maybe an eye missing, but it's still fighting, still clawing, still working its way through the alley, kicking ass. So it's, ideally, it is a one-eyed cat story. Yeah. That's what we are. That's what we are. We are a one-eyed cat story. Yeah. Love it. Well, yep. gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Go follow them on all their social media accounts, all three businesses. When you come here, even though they don't want to say it, you're supporting three businesses. It's a whole community thing here. Grab some beer, grab some barbecue, check out some of the infrastructure here. All three businesses, come support them. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.